RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. All right, it is Tuesday morning here at RCR. Time to welcome Tim Wilms from the Unshackled.net in Melbourne to the program. Tim, welcome back. Good to have you. Thank you, Paul. We're in the final countdown for, well, both our votes. So the obviously the New Zealand general election that's happening in your nation on October 14th and the, the Aboriginal right. and Torres Strait Islander voice referendum. We've already had a week of early voting and well the 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 debate is just getting more and more you would say intense and uh, we've had uh, a few more polls published which point to an overwhelming no result unless of course it is rigged uh, has the no vote picked up since we last talked well, there's there was one poll, the Resolve poll, that said that uh, the yes vote had gained ground. So that that's the cl- that's the closest poll that there has been, uh, fifty six to forty four. But the only state which is still recording a a yes majority vote is Tasmania. So even right. okay. here in Victoria, uh, no is ahead, which. Uh, I would uh, I would have to say if no gets up in Victoria on Saturday night, uh, it'll probably be one of my proudest moments as a Victorian. Oh, really? Offset uh, dictator Dan in all those moments. Well, I had a theory that maybe he and Mark McGowan over in Western Australia they decided to resign before the the no vote in their respective states, so their legacies wouldn't be tarnished. They okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't oversee a rebuke of of a referendum that they had advocated for. Okay, so it's getting a bit sort of, what, crazy in this last week. Would you say a a bit unhinged? Well, this is the, as I said, uh, the Yes campaign, uh, they're probably still in a state of denial that uh, they are going to lose. Uh, The news poll last night had uh, no for 63, a yes for 37 right that's quite a gap yeah and uh, there was also a uh, there was a poll done by an international company which uh broke it down by electorate focal data and they did it by electorate they had uh, 6139 for no and only 22 ele- federal electorates voting yes Okay, and <clears throat> excuse me. On the public side, who's been coming out for and against? What are they? What have they been saying? Well, we had last night a, a Seven News Spotlight final pitch. Uh, so, uh, from the yes side, there was Labor Senator Melanjindra McCarthy. For some reason, she's the Assistant Indigenous Affairs Minister. For some reason, uh, Linda Burney, who is the Indigenous Australians Minister, declined uh, the debate. Uh, she has not had a good campaign, uh, especially during question time. She just reads pre-prepared answers or just regurgitates the referendum questions. Yeah. Uh, so alongside her on the yes side uh, was uh, a former uh, current affairs host, Ray Martin. Oh, we've heard of him. Yes. So, and now, so why is he relevant all of a sudden? Well, because he is one sixteenth Aboriginal. Oh, okay. Yes, so that. a long-time uh, Channel 9 host of the Midday Show and then a current affair. He's in his late 70s now. Yeah. Uh, so 
he during last week, uh, he hosted a, a official yes rally in Marrickville, which is in inner West Sydney, in the Prime Minister Anthony Albanese's electorate. Anthony Albanese was in attendance, and uh, Ray Martin uh, said, "Well, he, disp- he 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 said in subsequent." interviews, including back on uh, A Current Affair when he was interviewed by the current host, Ali Langton, he said he disparaged that if you don't know a vote no slogan said, well, if you're a dinosaur or a dickhead and can't be bothered uh, finding out, then vote no. He said he wasn't he wasn't calling no voters uh, dickheads and dinosaurs. He was saying that, well, if you vote in ignorance, then you're a dinosaur or a dickhead. Yeah, but you know how that's going to be taken. Well, it's certainly a well. Um, you could call well. Ray Martin is an authoritative voice, and him saying he is a strong yes advocate using uh, such language. I mean, it, it, it's certainly not helpful to the yes cause. That's for sure. What What about this video that's out there? The from the Warriors of who? So on the the no side was Lydia Thorpe because she is what's termed a progressive no. Uh, Now, there's this uh, neo-Nazi group who call themselves the Warriors, the Convict Resistance. They released a a video on Australia Day in 2022. The the name is a direct, well, opposite of this this Aboriginal sovereignty group, the Warriors of the Aboriginal Resistance, which its acronym is, but is uh, in in no, no by no mistake war. And okay, uh, yeah, yeah, by no mistake, yeah, I got you. So they released an Australia Day video in 2022 where they read a, a statement saying that we conquered this country, uh, uh, we uh, we. Uh, it is ours now. We defeated the 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 Aboriginals, and there was a sign in the background which let which read Lydia Thorpe Abohor. And at the end of the video, oh, that's a bit rough, actually. And at the end of the video, they burnt the Aboriginal flag and then performed a Nazi salute. Now, around about a month ago, uh, one a thirty year old man. In Melbourne was charged uh, with uh, it's a federal federal offence using a carriage service to offend. He was charged over that video. So there was a, another video put out this week by a mask man with his voice mask, right? Yeah, uh, and addressed his video to Lydia Horp. Yeah, that's what he called her. And uh, Lydia, sorry, Lydia who? Hawp. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So it, it's their way of uh, saying her, pronouncing her name as Hawa. Yeah, I was thinking that. That again, not not nice at all. No, uh, but these aren't nice people. <laughs> no, but their obviously their strategy is to uh, trigger and troll uh, Lydia Thorpe, and she takes the takes the bait. Well, she leaps out of the water. Right. And, Right into the right into the boat uh, to to use that uh, metaphor. Uh, so, it's, it's gutter stuff, though, isn't it? Doing that, yes. The the full video, which I've seen, but the mainstream media hasn't showed, is uh, 
extremely racist towards Aboriginal Australians. And uh, obviously it's intended to be that way. The person in that video would probably identify as being a racist and at the end burns the Aboriginal flag and performs a a Nazi salute. Yeah, because Uh, it, it seems to me that it's more the Europeans that are actually pushing this this move it's not necessarily your average aboriginal person living in an aboriginal community it's well the the interesting thing about that uh, that uh, poll which did it by electorate uh, both of the northern territory electorates where a lot of uh, aboriginal australians live no ears ahead in in those in those two electorates, which oh well, wow. okay, where the the places where Aboriginal Australians are living, they would be overwhelmingly, yes. Uh, but it's the the inner city seats uh, where the yes yes vote is ahead. Well, that's that's not good at all. Yes. Yeah, so the Australian Federal Police they've launched a a fresh investigation because, as I mentioned, there is this uh, federal crime of using a carriage service to menace, offend. Obviously, yeah. I'm a free speech absolutist, uh, so I I uh, don't want it. I don't want us to end like the UK where the police come and knock on your door if you said something mean online. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one actually. Uh where do you draw draw the line? But in the end are they inciting any sort of violence through that? Well, that's being what the media claimed. You know. uh, it, so there was no threat of violence against her in in the video, though Lydia Thorpe, at as she called a press conference, uh, where, where where she where she uh, actually accused the, the the prime minister Anthony Albanese of it, bl- blamed him for all of this, saying that he wanted all of this uh, hate and and uh, accused him of wanting the, quote, effing fascists uh, to come out and get her. And Lydia Thorpe, she gave this press conference. She was wearing sunglasses and chewing gum at, while she was speaking. And because oh. she had as such this unhinged reaction, <laughs> blaming the prime minister, I mean, Anthony Albanese, uh, he, you could say that he has uh, communist uh, sympathies, but he in no way has Nazi or fascist sympathies. So she, with her ridiculous reaction, she completely undercut any sympathy she she might have got. And she claimed that uh, she, uh, she, she is... Uh, these groups want to come and and kill me and said, I've had to go into hiding for four months away from my home. But she wasn't, if she feared for her life, why did she go to a strip club at two, three in the morning without uh, any well, security or police protection because she disparaged the Australian police and uh, police. Oh, this was earlier this year. Okay. Yeah. Yes. uh, Where she, yeah, where she. um, I suppose there's nothing totally wrong with that but oh but she 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 abused uh one of the 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 patrons outside who said uh well one of them was aboriginal and said uh any any uh man who stands with a white little c such as you and she said that one of them was marked uh which that sounded quite sinister especially since well her she 
was revealed to have had a relationship with a bikey, Dean Martin. Oh, so marked means targeted. Well, that, for violence, that, that could be interpreted as a as a threat as well. And oh gosh, <laughs> this keeps on giving. And she appeared on the the weekend at a rally in Melbourne. Stop uh, black deaths in custody. I didn't see footage of it, but I saw a photo online. And she didn't appear to have any police around her, so she's apparently fearing for her life. She had to move home. Yet she seems to have uh, no qualms about appearing in public in Melbourne. Sort of all over the show. Are there black deaths in custody though? Well, she quotes a 30-year-old Royal Commission report, and there there have been Aboriginal people who have died in custody, but, of course, the implication is that it's because of police racism that that's happened. What's so like beaten? No, no, they've they've, they've died in the cells. Okay, for whatever reason. Yes, uh, but it's... Because a few have happened recently, but it's not that the police have gone in with batons and bashed them. Because that's the kind of impression you get by the title of that march, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, and that uh, they're locked up simply for being Aboriginal. Yeah. Okay, so corporates um, and the voice referendum, big business, pharma, Who's supporting? Who's not? We know Qantas has been. Well, we've had uh, both of the mRNA manufacturers come out in support of The Voice. We had Pfizer about six months ago. And through their LinkedIn page, they said that advocating for inclusion, diversity and belonging is intrinsic to Moderna's values. And this guides our support for Australia's First Nations people to have a rightful place in our nation. How many of the Aboriginal population were vaccinated. Do we know? Well, I'm not sure if you remember uh, the 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 then Chief Minister of the Northern Territory, Michael Gunner. Oh, the guy uh, with the weird eyes. Yes, he uh, relocated uh, close contacts and uh, COVID positives who are in remote Indigenous communities to the quarantine facility in uh, in Howard Springs in in Darwin. Right. Uh, so, which obviously that. How come that wasn't called racist? Uh, ter- uh, taking out Aboriginal people from their communities and putting them in a quarantine. Because it was the vaccine, mate. I know. Because they could have I, grandma. You, you know that. All, all the established uh, uh, leftist narratives went out the window. I mean, they were pro-police uh, beating yeah. up people during, co- during COVID lockdowns in the name of health. I think Jimmy Barnes has come out um, in support of... The yes, is that correct, Jimmy Barnes? Yes, there was a, another a yes a concert over over the weekend. Uh, so uh, there is obviously with in the one of the official uh, yes campaign ads. It has uh, John Farnham's "You're the Voice," and there was also we talked about uh, last week. Uh, there was a drag queen in at the London <laughs> Yes campaign launch uh, singing John Farnham's "You're the Voice." Perfect. Uh, this perfect. week uh, we perfect. have ha- we have had a, a another. I'm not sure if it's a a drag queen, but in the background, they've managed to combine the Aboriginal flag with the LGBT Pride Progress 
flag and is and is uh, singing about the voice to the tune of uh, Billy Joel's "We Didn't Start the Fire." Okay, now has um, the Aboriginal, um, I don't know, uh, movement, uh, sovereignty movement, ever had anything to do with or endorsed the LGBTQ plus rainbow movement? Is that some sort of association that's been established? Well, I I know that uh, the 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 left wing political parties and movements they they all like to to merge uh, these uh, causes or struggles as they call them into to to one intersectionality movement. Do they ask the Aboriginal people though? I mean, they could be sitting there watching. And go, Hang on here, we're not into this. I know when we did have the the same sex marriage vote six years ago, uh, which uh, which was uh, sixty one thirty nine in favour of yes to same sex marriage, and it yep. was a majority yes vote in every state and territory. There was an Aboriginal group that advocated for a traditional marriage. They had what was termed a a bark petition. Okay, traditional meaning just man and woman. Yes. Okay. Because usually Indigenous um, communities are are more likely to be conservative, aren't they? I know that's the case in New Zealand with Maori and Pacific Islanders, but it's it's not so much the case here in Australia. Oh, and the rapper. Do you need to mention the rapper? What's his name? Andrew Briggs? What's he about? Yeah, so he's he's released an ad where he's, he's chosen two white women in his ad that he's speaking to uh well they're speaking to him about the the voice and uh, they're portrayed as well it's very airhead and ignorant and saying well we don't know much about it and he <laughs> like uh, very he he uh, like looks over them has this you know very uh terse look on his face and says oh why don't you go and look it up i don't know why he didn't pick a a man a white man and a woman because it seems to me that it could be interpreted as sexist. That ad you're claiming that uh, white women are airhead bimbos, and you need to basically tell them, get them on the the right path. That's, oh that, dear, that won't yeah. go down too well, will it? Well, that, that's how it came across to me. I, I Rakshan Fernando, he released one of his uh, excellent parody videos where he. <laughs> He, he, it's him talking to them saying, oh, do you know about the, the Uluru statement from the heart that it's not just one page? Okay. All right, there's been another, what, uh, march in Melbourne, pro-life march this time. Yes, so the March for the Babies, that occurs on the first Saturday in October in Melbourne every year. It's to, well, remember the 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 babies who are killed 20 20,000 victorian babies killed through abortion every year uh, so uh, it's on the anniversary goal that, that's, that's quite a total actually 20,000 to say yes it is yeah and anyway it's okay. 94,000 australia wide every year okay All yeah, right. so sorry to interrupt carry on in 2008 uh, the abortion law reform bill was passed which legalized abortion up until birth uh so this was under up a, until birth yes and so what it was done under the the, uh, the then labor government so john brumby was the premier but the health minister at the time was dan andrews so sorry 
Let's get this straight. So you can abortion on demand up to birth. Well, as long as two doctors sign off on it. Two doctors. Is that, that's but, all uh, it takes, right? Up to, uh, I think it's 24 weeks, a woman can have a termination for any reason. Because a premature baby can be born at that uh, term, actually. Yes, and there is no partial birth abortion ban here in Victoria. They can, if they survive, they can be, well, legally yeah. killed. It's a bit of a shocker. Okay, so how was what was the attendance like for that? Um, well, even though it was a week really? before the, the the referendum vote and it was a big day of, of pre-polling, there was 2,000 who attended. The president of the, the March for the Babies is Bernie Finn, who's a former Liberal MLC. He was uh, kicked out of the Liberal Party room in, in 2022. Uh, by the then leader Matthew Guy, because he uh, praised uh, the uh, overturning of Roe versus Wade and hoped that uh, okay, there, yep. there would be uh, there would be laws to protect life here in Australia. And even though he's been pro-life for forty years, or for basically ever since he's been politically active, uh, Matthew Guy decided that that was on the beyond the pale and uh, expelled him from the the party room. Uh, now, but uh, the pre-selection uh, for Bernie Finn's spot, it didn't go the way that uh, the Liberal leadership liked. Uh, Moira Deeming uh, was pre-selected in Bernie's place. Bernie actually signed up uh, Moira and her husband right. and, uh, yep. to the Liberal Party. And of course, once Moira got elected, as soon as, well, within three months, uh, the, the, the the leadership kicked her out of the, the party room then. So they didn't like, uh, they got rid of Bernie Finn because they didn't like his views and, well, they've done the same to Moira Deeming. Uh, so Bernie Finn, he... I, he, he he tried to run for re-election for the the upper Victorian upper house with the Democratic Labor Party. Uh, he missed out by two hundred and ten votes. Uh, he's running at the next federal election for the uh, Reformed Family First Party for the uh, federal Senate. Was there a counter protest? There must have been. Uh, well, the official counter-protest uh, by the pro-abortionists uh, was was cancelled. Now, it's organised every year by this uh, Antifa activist, Christopher Johnson, who has had this uh, fixation with Avi Yemeni. Uh, he carries, at every rally that he attends, uh, this uh, chopping board, which, uh, which has a sign on it, Avi Yemeni is a wife basher. He was, uh, he, he, for some reason, he was filming the people at the Dan Andrews celebration, resignation celebration, and so Avi decided to go and confront him. And uh, of course, he just uh, they, these leftists, they just have they have anger management issues, and so he just yeah, he, he went uh, a bit nuts on the video that I saw, and he wouldn't shut up. He just relentlessly kept on yeah, and 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 that is that is that is what he's like, and what his online uh, persona is as well on his uh, Twitter and Facebook. So it's interesting, given he's, he is such a tough talker, uh, he's put his uh, replies, Twitter replies, limited them. And oh, okay. <laughs> Harvey said, let's make him famous, but he's not responding to fame very well. I'm not sure if that's why he cancelled the march, but he claimed he went in disguise to secretly film the, the march as an, as an old man. And, uh, oh, really? Uh, disguised? Yeah. 
Yes. Oh, uh, weird. Uh, so there were these two women who uh, interrupted uh, when Bernie Finn was speaking outside Jacinta Allen's office at Treasury Place. And uh, one of them had a shirt which said uh, pro, pro-abortion, anti-fascist. Another one had pro-life is a, is a lie. But Victoria Police, to their credit, uh, promptly uh, removed them. And that was the only interruption that there was. He um, tried to flick away a woman and sort of flicked her in the face. Did oh, yeah, that this, one? Was, this was Christopher Johnson in uh, Arvey's video, yes. Yeah, so and I think the police had a word to say to him after that. Well, they they, they moved him on and, uh, of course, he was yeah, <laughs> still uh, still yelling. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so that's not the only time. He's... Issues, obviously some issues, yeah. Well, they all, these leftists have uh, really anger management, uh, emotional issues, like the, the yes, uh, yes campaigners, that uh, academic who spat in the face of a, a no campaigner, they, oh dear. they just can't, they, they accuse, they accuse their opponents of not engaging in respectful debates. Well, a debate on their terms, but it's okay for them to, to do their block and, uh, well, uh, obviously, Antifa, they always think that they're justified in using uh, political violence where they can get away with it. I wonder why they get so angry. Does anybody know? Has <laughs> anyone theorised? Well, when you believe that your opponents are evil, hateful, murderous people, then... Oh, I suppose, yeah, you can justify it to yourself. All right, let's get on to the aftermath of um, what happened in Israel and the various communities in Australia. How's that played out? Well, last night in Islamic uh, populated areas of Western Sydney, uh, there were uh, celebrations of the uh, Hamas uh, assault on southern Israel. Yeah. Uh, so there was uh, fireworks going off in the One, suburb of Greenacre, and there was there was also a celebration in Lakemba, uh, which uh, is home to one of the the largest mosques in Australia. Anthony Albanese was actually there on Friday, uh, showcasing uh, the uh, the uh, the Muslim community's support uh, for the Voice. Uh, so, okay, gee, a, 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 a imam. Uh, attended that celebration. His name is Ibrahim uh, Dowden, and he uh, he told the crowd, "I'm happy. I'm elated. It's a day of courage. It's a day of happiness. It's a day of pride. It's a day of victory," which is absolutely abhorrent. Yeah, because it's pretty obvious some very terrible things have happened, right? I mean, yes. It, it, um, hmm, I don't know if that justifies dancing in the street you know and there's a a pro-palestine rally that's uh that uh, happened last night uh for, uh which they marched from sydney town hall uh to uh to the sydney opera house which is actually being lit up in the israeli flag uh blue and white all government buildings across australia are most of them including the the federal parliament and there was a man removed for holding an israeli flag a, a, a New South Wales police said he was uh, breaching breaching the peace. Okay, so could it cut up rough between those communities in Australia as this thing sort of, as people come to terms with what's happened? Is there a danger at all? Well, 
these are disturbing scenes that are there there is uh, western sydney uh, there are large islamic areas and uh, th- th- this is th- this is quite disturbing and alarming that well the, this the this you, you would say that the, 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 this sort of well vile activism can just happen just like that in whole suburbs what have the government said what's What's their kind of official reaction? Well, they, uh, they well, obviously, they have uh, condemned uh, uh, condemned uh, Hamas and said Israel has the right to defend itself. Uh, so, and uh, despite Anthony Albanese and uh, Foreign Minister Penny Wong coming from the uh, the uh, pro Palestine left faction of the Labor Party, uh, they have come out pretty pretty strong against uh, Hamas and discouraged people from attending the the pro-Palestine rally, the New South Wales Greens attended. Okay, uh, yep. The Victorian Socialist there are uh, pro-Palestine as well, and so is Lydia Thorpe. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one for Australia uh, and a whole lot of other countries that have these communities kind of um, established could all have these very tense well, I don't know, moments, let's say. Yes, and there was one that happened about a a, a, a angry uh, Muslim protest around uh, 10 years ago. Um, I think it was over the that uh, that video. The one that um, Hillary Clinton made a, a big deal out of at the time. What was it? Yes, yes. So, so there was uh, Muslim, Muslim men ch- chanting in the streets of Sydney, Obama, we love Osama. That's right. Okay, never a dull moment. Anything else to report, Tim? I am predicting a overwhelming no vote, but uh, I do know that a lot of uh, uh, my fellow uh, no uh, supporters they think it will be much closer. But really, do you think it will be? I I, I'm pretty confident that uh, no will win easily on the night. Yeah, people got their heads around how to mark the voting paper, the ballot paper, though. Well, the official yes, uh, yes campaign. They had to uh, delete a tweet that they put out, which uh, had uh, the no arguments with a cross and the yes arguments with a tick. And their signage outside the voting centres is in the same hall yeah. as the AEC purple, and which is that seems like it's deliberately made to confuse. So. They've, there's been a lot of trickery on on their side. They've got their armies outside the polling booths, so that's what they believe is their best best shot. You you wouldn't want to do anything in this poll, this referendum, to make it look like you are favouring any side. You, you, you'd think you want to stick as far away from any of that as possible, like you know, really engineer it in that no one could ever say, "Hey, wait on." This isn't you're trying to influence things or you're trying to make it ambiguous or confusing. So you, you get an advantage from it. You'd think that you'd want to stay so far away from that. Yet that hasn't happened. Well, the AC, they've always said, well, we're just uh, following the law. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there has been uh, some of their, uh, especially they've, they've got this Twitter account, which is very defensive if there's uh, any if people express any uh concerns about the electoral process the ac twitter x account is like how dare you accuse us of that okay so a bit snipey in their replies yeah 
Maybe if they spent less time doing <laughs> engaging in that and more time actually, well, doing their actual job. Yeah, okay. Well, um, is anybody making a prediction over where you are as to what might happen here this coming weekend? Well, it hasn't been there hasn't been much focus in our uh, mainstream media. Obviously, I'm I'm covering it on the Unshackled. Right. I'm sure there will be on the night. I obviously over the past couple of years, uh, well, on our Sky News, uh, Winston Peters and uh, David Seymour have, have got a good run. Yeah, I've seen them in clips. Yeah, that's that's right. And the uh, co-governance, uh, the well, it's sort of the 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 stealth uh, uh, voice over over there. Uh, it, it's it's been seen as a word of warning about what the if the voice passes could do to Australia. We're going to have a good conversation next Tuesday, Tim. I can tell you that. We will. Thank you, Paul. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.